and welcome in the Coach's Corner. I am your host, Lucas Kochevar, as always. And I'm back with a new episode of Coach's Corner this week. We're finally back, baby. And I know I, I've labeled the last two podcast episodes football, football, baby, because it has been the ramp up. We've been in the preseason lab. We've been watching all the games as we get ready for that. We haven't had that realization that real games are happening this week. I don't think it's clicked for me yet. And I don't think it will until I see that first pigskin get kicked through the air on Saturday afternoon when we finally get college football back. And I love college football. I love college football with all my heart. It's one of those sports that I think has grown on me a lot since I've gotten older because... I mean, I used to be an NFL elitist, and I I still do love the NFL, obviously. But there's something special about college. There's something romantic. There's something artsy about college football. Like, an abstract painter paints the college game at 6.30 at night as Oklahoma State has scored 67 points to Texas Tech's, like, 60 points. Like, there's no other sport that really does that while also having elite NFL-level caliber players across from each other in the SEC at 3 o'clock on CBS. There aren't many sports that hit that itch of like awfulness and also beauty in the same way that college football does during perhaps the most beautiful season in the year in fall. I, I don't... I, it's making me excited talking about it, and I, it makes me want to skip to Saturday already where I'm sitting on my couch watching every college game, and I, I can't even lie to you and say these matchups are great. These matchups aren't great, but they're football, and they're going to be on our television screens, and I'm so excited. I'm so excited to talk about the betting side of it because, I mean, I'm in a state where you can't bet legally, and I can't. I don't have you know an illegal way to do it. I, I wouldn't tell the world that anyways, but... I love just looking at numbers, the odds, over-unders, all of it. I, I eat it all up. Last year, I got into the habit where I got my notepad here, and I wrote down week by week. I chose the number of games that I loved, and I wrote down every pick. And I, I hate that I threw away some of the early weeks, so I don't I don't have the full scope of how I did. But from the weeks that I did record, like keep it keep it like here. I went 91 and 71, and obviously it varies on what units you would use. Like if I bet five dollars for every game, then I mean I'm not getting a ton, I'm not getting a boatload of money back. But I went over 500 last year, and I feel like that's pretty positive. That's a pretty, pretty dang good, you know, way to it. it like whenever I first start, like get into the mode of betting games and stuff. Like, I feel like going 20 games over my first full year, I feel like is a good sign for things to come. And I feel really good about this season. I don't know why. It's I feel like I have more of a pulse on the teams, maybe, on my team and the Georgia Bulldogs. I feel like I have a good handle on how they're going to be, how a lot of the SEC is going to be. We're going to get a lot of emotional bets, I think, this year because of everything that I've discussed in the past with Pac-12 being destroyed, the Big 12 is... Gaining teams while also losing teams. Um, 
the Big Ten is going expansion mode. Like, there's going to be a lot of weeks where I'm like, this is the last time we'll ever see Washington and Oregon State at 10.30 at night. There's going to be a lot of weeks where I'm like, ah, last time USC and Stanford will play, and USC will be like a four-touchdown favorite. And it's one of those things where it probably still hasn't come to me like in reality, and I probably won't until next season kicks off. But I have to I have to remember of what we have going on now. Like what we have this season. I have to focus. I have to lock in. Don't think too much about next season. I will do it. Like I just instinctively I know myself I will do some emotional bets. But I, I have to keep a clear head when I'm when I am betting those. When I'm figuring out where I'm gonna p- put my picks down so that way I have a end of the year record that's over five hundred once again and I feel, I feel confident in that. I, I do. So I say all that to, you know, bring us to the screen here on the video version, uh, you know, where we have Navy Notre Dame as the opener. We have uh, UTEP versus Jacksonville State, UMass versus New Mexico State, Ohio at San Diego State, Hawaii at Vanderbilt, San Jose State at Southern California, USC and then last but not least, well, probably pretty least, uh, Florida International at Louisiana Tech. And so, you know, just starting off, uh, Navy and Notre Dame. Big year for Notre Dame here. Um, they get the transfer in Sam Hartman from Wake Forest, who is, you know, a, I think he's probably a fifth-year senior at this point now. He's been around a while. Uh, really kind of upticked that Wake Forest team, made them pretty good. Obviously, he felt his time had come. Probably had a decent amount of money to go to Notre Dame, who was looking for a quarterback after last year's debacle, which they were a good team last year. But the quarterback position definitely was a limit and definitely one of the reasons why they lost to Marshall at home, I believe. So, or North Texas, one of the green teams. So, Notre Dame's looking to kind of, you know, jump back up. And Marcus Freeman's entering his second season there, and I think he actually... I think he found his groove towards the end of last season. Obviously, it started off rocky. Um, like I said, the quarterback situation was an issue, but they shored up the quarterback, I think, because Sam Hartman is a talented college kid, college college quarterback. I won't say kid, but and Marcus Freeman, I, I think, has the licks to be a good coach. I do think he has, you know, what it takes to be a successful coach. Maybe not an entertain because there's a lot of pressure that comes with that job. Um, but I mean, this year will I think be a big, you know, step for him if he can lead them to a top ten finish. I think is not unreasonable to expect. And I won't say college football playoff is you know on the horizon for them. Um, but but they play Ohio State, I believe, and you know a win against Ohio State definitely takes them pretty far up in the standings and could set them up for a playoff. Now, I. I don't want to see Notre Dame in a playoff ever again just because they're Notre Dame and we know what happens to them in big games. But I'm just hypothetically saying they could be in the running there if they beat Ohio State. So that's jumping ahead on Notre Dame talk. And, you know, Navy is, I won't say a formidable foe, but they're special. We we love Navy. We love Army. We love Air Force. We love all of them. We, we love those guys. Um, and on the football field, there's no exception. Like we love them there too. They're a unique brand of football. 
with the triple option and whatnot. Um, and, you know, Notre Dame is a 21-point favorite. And some of the reasons why I don't love that number, and I'm not going to take that bet here, is because of, like I said, reasons I mentioned. Sam Hartman just coming in first game at Notre Dame I think is just a little bit too uh, big for my britches. Like, I just don't I don't love a, you know, over basically an over three touchdown win. Do you expect Notre Dame to beat Navy in Sam Hartman's first game as a fighting Irish? A lion, I don't know what to call him. A fighting Irish. Do you expect him to win by 24 points, let's just say? I don't know if I can love, I don't know if I love that. What I do like and what the bet I'm going with here is um, the over under 50 and a half. I'm going on the under there. A lot of unders here. I won't say a lot, but you know, half the bets that I have written down are unders. And I know that's not fun. I know it's just not a super great thing that I, I want to do. I don't want to give unders because it's not fun. But it's week zero. And there are some gnarly teams playing. And although I don't think Notre Dame is gnarly, I do think Navy is. And I think Navy will eat up a lot of clock when they do have the ball. Like, I don't, I can't imagine. I think this is really, is Notre Dame going to score 40 points and is Navy going to score... Uh, double digits I don't think that either of those things will happen I mean if anything I think it'll be a Notre Dame like I don't know 30 30 to 10 win or something like you know I, I can't I, I just I can't see that number getting super high up there um, like unless Notre Dame wamps them and obviously I don't want that to happen and I, I think Navy will hold the ball enough to Kind of, I won't say struggling, but keeps the offense off the field. So that's the bet I have for that one. Going on to UTEP at Jacksonville State. Um, UTEP's a one-point favorite, so this is a pick'em. It's a pick'em basically, and UTEP has been good to me in the past. And I, I said that I wasn't be like choose things off of emotion, but one thing I will say is rewarding teams that have done you right in the past and I think UTEP has done me right before and like I'll always maintain that the Eastern Carolina team of last year is one of my most beloved teams programs that I've ever watched during a season because they they were just money for me I had a good read on Eastern Carolina and I'll never forget them beating BYU on a field goal on a Thursday night or no, a Friday night that I was in Jacksonville for the Georgia-Florida game and watching that at the bar. And I'll never forget that because that was, that was it meant something to me, man. But either way, UTEP has done me right at least once before, I think. I, I'm, I'm hardly, you know, a great person to think about this here. And I think Pickham's, I think a good rule of thumb is to go with the favorite in pickums, like, like, not, and this isn't even a pickem. I'm saying that, but like, one point is in football essentially. Who, who do you think is going to win the game here? Is it UTEP or is it JSU? And I think UTEP will win the game. I mean, it, at the very least, it'll be a push. That's kind of how it goes. But UTEP normally has a pretty decent offense, like nothing special, but good enough to, you know, be threatening. Uh, and I, I just like them. I like them here in this spot against Jacksonville State. Uh, the next game we have on the agenda, New Mexico State. 
or Massachusetts, UMass, otherwise known as, at New Mexico State. Uh, New Mexico State is a six-point favorite. And I'll tell you right now, that's the number I like. That's the number I really, I really, really like here. Um, the over/under, I, I, I'd like the under here too if I was betting that, but I'm, I'm not just because neither of these teams are good. <laughs> UMass, I think, is potentially the worst D1 football program in the country. Um, New Mexico State, I don't think, is much better. So. Kind of two stinky teams here playing at prime time, I believe, on ESPN, so that's super fun. And this is kind of, this is the opposite of the Eastern Carolina thing where I felt like I always had a good read in a positive way for them. I always, I felt like I had a good read on UConn in a negative way. I always knew when to bet against UConn because UConn was terrible last. And UMass was just as bad. And I took some games, I think, against UMass last year. And I can't imagine they got much better this year. And I can't imagine they'll win by a touchdown. Or I can't imagine they'll win this game. And New Mexico State just has to win by a touchdown. That's all they have to win by. And frankly, that's that's fine with me. I will totally live with that outcome. Uh, if UMass wins this game, props to them. But I, I'm... I cannot, cannot imagine UMass winning this game, just a game in general. I, I, no thank you. Uh, the next game is Ohio at San Diego State. I don't like this game just based off of betting lines. I don't like either. I don't like the, the over-under. I don't like the San Diego State minus 2.5. Uh, and Ohio plus 2.5. If I had to pick, Ohio probably would be my pick here at plus two and a half. And it's just because I think they ended last year pretty good. I think they had a good, you know, conclusion of their season in their bowl game. I think, I believe they lost, but I remember it being like an overtime, I believe, loss. And, you know, going into this season, maybe they, maybe they're a different team. Who knows? Uh, maybe they want to win some games. I, I can't, I don't have a good read on it, so I'm staying away from that. Uh, next game I have is Hawaii at Vanderbilt. Uh, the over/under is 55 and a half. Uh, it's Vanderbilt minus 17 and a half, and I read the over/under first because that's the one I'm taking. The Hawaii Vanderbilt under 55 and a half. I it's it's a good number, like it's a big number I think for two teams. Well, Hawaii maybe is more proven, but. They're playing an SEC team, the worst SEC team, but still an SEC team. And I don't think Vanderbilt is a, a, like really a fast-paced, high-scoring, high-flying offense. And so if, if you need Vanderbilt to score, let's say they need to score 32, 30, let's 35. Let's just say 35 points, and you need Hawaii to score 21. Do you expect Vanderbilt to score 35 points realistically? Like, I, I don't care who the opponent is, really. Vanderbilt scoring 35 points just seems like a lot. And Hawaii, although I think their offense is normally pretty good, do we expect Hawaii to score three, four touchdowns on an SEC defense? Like I said, it's the worst SEC defense, but it's still an SEC defense. And... I, I frankly, I don't see this as like a defensive showdown or anything. 
but I don't think the offenses will be quite up to par this early in the season. So give me the under in that game. And then next we have San Jose State at USC. Uh, USC is a 30.5 point favorite. The over-under is 66. Um, now the line opened at 63.5 for that over-under. I would have loved that number if I could have gotten it. But instead I'm going with the favorite here. And this is... This is one of those where it's just like, ah, man, 30 and a half is so many points. It's so many points. It's four touchdowns and a field goal or five touchdowns. Do we think USC could win by that much? And I do. I do think they can win by that much. Uh, they have still have Caleb Williams, obviously. I think Lincoln Riley wants to make the playoff jump this season in his last year with Caleb, likely his last year with Caleb. Um, I think they have a receiver that was like relatively good for them last year, even with Jordan Addison on the team. I think he's back. Their defense got Barry Alexander from Georgia. I know that. And I'm not going to say he's a game changer, but I think that was at least an effort, a step in the right direction to try and you know rebound this defense from what it, it, the atrocity, atrocities they committed last year. You know, and... Uh, I think they want to prove something, and I think in week one here against San Jose State at a night game at home, I, I just it has the makings of a USC thumping, like 60 to 20 is what I'm like really imagining in my head. Like if San Jose State scores more than 28 points, then I mean I think something went wrong. For USC and I, I mean that'll be my like red flag on USC it's like you allow 28 points in your home opener at night against San Jose State and, and I, th I think it should be packed out it's one of those things where I think the LA Coliseum I don't say it's dead but like I don't think teams pack it like I don't think USC fans have really packed it out quite as good as they can I think they're going to be excited for the season I think they're going to be pumped so I think they'll be in I think Caleb Williams will be you know, relieved to kind of get into a new season where start fresh and all that stuff. Lincoln Riley will be excited. Like, I, I just really like USC in this spot. And nothing against San Jose State. I just don't know a lot about you. I'm not familiar with your game, as Shaq would say. So I'm going with USC 30 and a half. And that, that was probably my lock. That one's going to be the one that I probably am like, I would actually do. I would actually put real money on that one. And then last but not least, Florida International at Louisiana Tech. I mentioned that these were some raggedy teams playing, and Florida International is absolutely one of those raggedy teams. They're 11-point um, underdog against Louisiana Tech. They're going on the road here. Uh, the total is 30 and, or 58 and a half, and my bet here is the under on 58 and a half because... I mentioned it before, Florida International is a bad team. Not good. No good. And, I mean, I don't know that much about Louisiana Tech. I won't, I won't act like I'm a Louisiana Tech head. I'm not that guy. But I have to imagine that, you know, Florida International, would it would shock me, similar to San Jose State or and Hawaii, I guess, if they scored more than 21 points. 21 points, I think, is the bare minimum that Florida International will get to. It, it would be crazy if they got past that. It'll be a good game if they get past that. I don't think it'll be a good game in week one. Or week zero, not even week one. And Louisiana Tech, I mean, 
are they a high-flying offense? I'll check out the trends tab here. Oh, no. Oh, they changed it on me. They changed the format. Okay, Louisiana Tech likes to hit the over. Okay. Okay, they like to hit the over a lot, apparently. I'm not listening to this. I'm not doing that. <laughs> they changed. Oh, this is crazy. They just did a whole... They. Oh, man, this is going to mess me up going into the season now. My little website that I normally look at changed their format on me. This is terrible. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to study once we get off camera here to <laughs> really lock in how I'm gonna read some of these trends out. I'm gonna have to write them out better or something, but either way, <laughs> Louisiana Tech, if if you guys are like a Big Twelve offense and I just didn't know, I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with your game. I I'll get familiar with it as soon as you you know, smash this bet that I have here. But either way that's the last game of the night and that's my last pick of the night so i think that'll just about wrap it up for me in here at coach's corner uh obviously we've got the baseball happening i'm it's one of those things i'm just going to kind of let baseball be baseball and we'll get back into it every couple weeks uh nfl will, nfl do have some news with trey lance that's one of the sadder news stories i think i can bring is he's been demoted to third quarterback three uh, the former third overall pick just I couldn't really get over the hump and it's one of those things that sucks because I am a Trey Lance guy I, I believed in the kid and I do still somewhat but like he will not get the opportunity he needs at San Francisco it just is not happening he probably needs to go to a rebuilding team I mean or a team that at least has like a Sam Howell or Desmond Ritter where Potentially, you can come in at some point, see what they have. If those other two guys fail, or he just needs something, he needs something new. He needs something fresh, and it's just it sucks because he really did. He just needs reps. Like that's he just needs reps to play, and he just has never really gotten that opportunity. And it does it does suck for someone that I wants to see him play. That has seen I see potential in him with his arm, his running. He, throws a mean deep ball can run the play action it's just can never get on the field can never stay healthy when he had the opportunities it's just it just truly sucks so that's the sad news that i have from the nfl and obviously they'll be kicking off here soon uh last division preview of lksportstalk.com is coming out on friday just have the bears left to write about then we'll be done we'll be on to week one I believe so yeah, with all that being said, I'm your host, Luke's Coach of Make sure to check me out on my socials, on lksportstalk.com, all that good stuff. And until next week, goodbye. <laughs>